Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Dick Toledo, and you found the resting place for all HMS podcasting. 98kupd.com, right within the 98kupd app, and at podcastone.com. So thanks for enjoying the podcasting content, and today it's brought to you by our friends at Chapman Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Check out their hundreds of new and used inventory at chapmandodge.com, because, you know, in the middle of a pandemic, the thing a lot of us really want to do is get away, far away, to where all the people are not. And I know personally working with a Jeep lover for 20 years that the one thing that can get you there, the off-road machine, a Jeep. And at Chapman Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, you can save big on the rolling definition of go big or go home during Jeep Adventure Days happening now. Visit them at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 in Indian School or simply do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more and enjoy today's podcasting content. Get something, something. Check out Homeburg's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. Got ourselves a Brett Festley sighting, and then uh, Toledo's around here somewhere. Uh, off we go for another uh, Morning Sickness edition, and uh, another perfect morning, too. It's just absolutely awesome outside. So roll out there, stand in it, like I always say, when you're presented with paradise, don't take it for granted. Just go stand outside, do that weird thing with coffee, or if you're an alcoholic, start your day with a nice, uh, you know, sharp beverage right outside your house and just enjoy this. It's perfect. We get it. Get home after work and look at the lawn, see if the little wintergrass sproutlings. Oh, you're starting. Are you starting? Yeah, film it. Put that on your Instagram. Maybe some grass growing. Lapsing. Great idea, Brady. Your interests have become unbearably boring. (laughs) I'm going to start drinking in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, I am too. I'd rather have a horrible heroin habit than what Brady is uh, actually finding entertaining lately. What is going on over there? Watch grass grow? <laughs> that was a suggestion after your turtle video? Put some paint on a wall and just stare at it. Yeah, it's probably dry now. Oof. Instagram that. You should see my star chart. I don't even want to know what that is. A star? Do you stare at stars? <laughs> no. That's actually something you can learn, so I'll give you that. But boy, yeah. oh boy, oh boy. Uh, I was watching last night. I was fascinated by this last night. Uh, there was a. They, did you see all those mummies they found? No. They're like twenty six hundred year old burial ground just outside of Egypt, and uh, I mean, look at this. Look what they're pulling out of the ground here. And these are sarcophag sarcophagi after a multiple. I don't know. Look oh, at that wow. thing, man. I mean, sarcophaguses. I know. They, I don't know if they're. That's a, that's like a, a snuffleupaguses. Yeah. It's. I think it's a snuffleupagi. It's a sar- sarcophagi. I don't know that, but I know they've got a whole bunch of them. Uh, and they're 2,600 years old, and they found this uh, 
I don't know what happened like in early October. Now they're releasing all the videos of it, but they're uh, this. The great moment was afterwards because I was watching on an internet thing. I wasn't watching on real news. I don't know what it was. So I saw it and I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. And they're interviewing the you know the archaeologists and they are all like really boring looking Indiana Jones types. They've got the hat and they're sitting there with their scarves yeah. and wind was blowing. Matt a little. Geo has a couple now. Oh, and she dresses great. like she's in the twenties. They both yeah, do. That's what it, it looked like. There, I, I don't know who I don't know who you're talking about. So maybe okay. I don't know. But the uh, the pants were like those old. It was twenties clothes. You're yeah, right. it looked like they were in khaki pants, but they had like those little weird. <laughs> Nothing's changed in archaeology. Weird yet. hoop hips. Ever yeah, since the guy discovered uh, King Tut. Well, they're very into the past, so maybe their fashion kind of goes back a couple years. But anyway, they're talking about stuff, and the one guy said, "Yeah, we found a whole bunch of them down here. Uh, one was just pristine, it was like it was brand new." And he goes, "Also, there's a door." So we're going to crack that in the next couple months and go down in there. We're pretty sure we're going to find a lot more stuff. So then they go on and interview these people, and there's this one kind of timid woman, and she's sitting quietly, and she's against this. Uh, you don't know that at first, but she's like, and, and I don't know how they found this lunatic. So they're like, wow, pretty exciting news. Uh, you got this and that. Well, I'm trying to find out who it is and you know do the backstory on these people. It's an amazing uh, science. Uh, whether they're right or wrong, the stories are always fantastic. So like, we're pretty sure some of these people were – uh, underlings to kings yeah, and pharaohs. Not yeah, ranking. they weren't higher ranking, but they had they had a hell of a treatment. But it wasn't pyramid treatment, and it was you know, it's like you know the it's they, the, the they shuffled them off the butler's quarters, in the main. Yeah, yeah. they, they were basically kind of like you, you, you knew King Tut, so you get you touched him, so you get to hang out over here. So they got all this, and the one lady said, "With all that goes on in the world, is this the best idea?" And the guy's kind of like, "Well, we're not, you know." But she goes, "Seriously, I mean, here we are unearthing the dead." Uh, a very proud people, and uh, is it any wonder we have uh, world pandemics? And at first, I'm thinking, well, she's she's right. You play around with dead bodies, and you're doing evil a, spirits. She was no, no. That's what oh. she was into: is evil spirits. Yeah, that was what she was thinking: is that we've unleashed Brendan Fraser and the rest of the crew on. <laughs> like she bought into the movies more than she was like. Well, I mean, if we start digging these up and you Emo open the thing, tip. and then Emo. I started to think, yeah, Emotep. She starts chanting with the others with blood on her face. Like, you idiot. How did you get on this panel of scientists? Well, she's like a big-time scientist, but she's a Christian scientist or some sort of religious scientist who believes that cracking these open willy-nilly be some bad mojo. without some sort of strange blessing will be, yeah. Will, Respect the dead. But you're an archaeologist. Hey, you've seen the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know oh, what yeah. happens. Faces are going to be melting. And- yeah. And you know what else I saw after Raiders of the Lost Ark? I saw that actor that played that part. He was fine. <laughs> it didn't really happen. Oh. I, got, I, I don't have any problem respecting the dead. I think, you know, Brady, but it's not like they're throwing the bones around or you're something. You're an archaeologist. <laughs> yeah. And you've got Your um, job approval. is to find the dead. What do you think the uh, Egyptian government they gave you the okay because that's. I don't know. I don't know anything about the Egyptian. Well, but government. that's money to them. That's tourism money. Oh sure, if you I start mean, digging like, up new keep, portals keep underground coming. and stuff, we'll go down in there and play around with it. Because right now that's been a tough go. I don't know what the, she's the bitching. visitation of the pyramids and all that. <laughs> uh, I don't know what she's bitching about. It's not like Indiana Jones is going to cure the pandemic. Here we go or again. <laughs> he thinks Indiana Jones is real. Turning me into Regis. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that somebody who went on a show about archaeology complained that if you find the dead you should leave them alone that's your job 
Like that's all you. What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you hanging out with these people? Wash your hands of it. Yeah, it's like a guy who builds buildings who hates second stories. He's like, here we are, I'm doing it again. That's just going to bring out the spirits of the second story people. It is jumpers. It is kind of weird though. You think about it it, because it's easier because they're so much older. You know, thousands of years old. Is it? I don't know because what's the difference between exhuming someone else? Right, like if you exhume like a year ago, like a ten or twelve year old dead body. Versus, you know, nobody it's ever does kinda, that when it's for a crime and stuff. It just seems creepier, though, doesn't it? The new one? Yeah. 10 or 12 years old. Well, um, yeah. I mean, if I guess because people knew the guy that you're digging up now. Yeah. Like, I guess it's because they've just been so far removed that there's their spirit's, like, dry. But I don't understand why you get into archaeology. You, you agree to go on an archaeology show and then and have the nerve to sit back and say, well, I don't think you should mess around with stuff underground. Originally, what? lady, that's that's what you do. Yeah, I know. I'm in it for the artifacts. I'm not going to start screwing around with all. What if what if their artifacts were like, you know, the pots at the funerals? You don't know what it is. You're if you're afraid of that, you can't be an archaeologist. You can't be somebody who digs around stuff. You might stumble onto a skeleton or a bone or something. That's the that you're supposed to be excited about that. But she was worried that COVID is because of, you know, uh, you know, cracking open sarcophaguses. Is. It was weird. It causes other pandemics. Well, that at first I was like, maybe she's right. Maybe digging around in 2,600-year-old dead mummies can cause a thing. That she didn't go that way. She went the route of just this saying, is just we bad juju. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that we're screwing it's, around with them. We're going to get punished for this. But that's what your job is, lunatic. But, yeah, it was interesting. I want to see in there. I would love to go to that. But you think it'll help tourism. You think that's the one thing keeping people from going to Egypt is new dead bodies? You'll get more people checking it out eventually, but not because that, like, uh, yeah, this isn't going to help their the COVID Valley of the numbers. Kings. Just they kill it over there. Yeah, John. sure they do. <laughs> it's a really great attraction, almost better than Disneyland, but close. But yeah, I mean, I don't think people have been like, "What else you got?" I'll go over there for COVID if you got new dead bodies. We're not coming over for those pyramids. I go on TV for that. Years ago, um, my buddy's dad uh, went over there with uh, four other doctors. And this was before they opened it up, normally one of the pyramids. And he crawled, was able, they, with a guide, they had a private tour. It's like a two foot by. Oh, we went into really, one of the tubes. And once you go in, there's no turning around. You have to go all the it's way. It's so tight. Ugh. And no. all it was was a little, uh, they had an occasional floodlight there. And it was like 550 feet that you Jesus had to crawl Christmas. to get to the. Like Andy Dufresne. Yeah. Why? What was at the end? The There'll open be blowjobs at the end of that thing from a mummy. The open right, well, room underneath oh. the... Well, that's what they said. They found a bunch of portals and doors yeah. when they found like all these, these dead things. I think it's cool when they find this stuff. Because, I mean, the stuff that they're unearthing, the things I saw, like this is this is pristine, this big bucket yeah. with a thing in it. And, the, like, the paint looks good. And, and the uh, have you ever seen the when they show the trails, like in the Valley of the Kings or where some of these other... It's like how in the world they excavated these tunnels, yeah, and then no built these aliens little crazy. mini. We all know <laughs> it was aliens. Had to have been aliens. Had to be. That's the only answer you can come up with. The only logical thing you can say is, "Wow, they had help from three and four levels." Space. Yeah, space helped them do this, and then space left. That's the only argument that doesn't make sense to me with this: is that why did they come and help us build all this cool stuff and then never come back? Like and help again? Yeah, I don't get uh, it. COVID. Is it is it because it can't, well they didn't realize we were going to dig those bodies back up like these guys are crazy yeah it was neat.
but I just, I, I don't know. The lady on there talking about that. And I, and then I, it kind of dawned on me that there are people out there like, yep, that's the reason we're in the pickle we're in today is digging up those Egyptians. And there are people who buy it. Maybe you two. Do you guys, you want no. you don't buy into that, no. right? Yeah. None of the ghosts and mummies, Brady. No, I could see, um, I, I definitely think there's a bacteria thing or, you know, like if you opened one up and there could be a germ or something, but I don't believe like curses or something. I don't know, after 3,000 yeah, years Yeah, germs living whatever. inside there. I'm not so sure of that either. Or have a, a, a gas built in there. Maybe. Yeah, you never know what you're you going to find inside. Right. Maybe they have a whole bunch of like... If the if that sarcophagus is preserved that well... Right. Maybe the thing inside, inside is... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Maybe they put some sort of weird alien poison inside. Well, they had to, they embalmed them, so they... Right. Jeez, preserved them. They got me thinking. That lady might have been right. He's selling you. Yeah, he sold me. I sold on this whole <laughs> aliens poison. It was neat, though. I, that's something that had I had, and I think a lot of us think this way, had I had any gumption, uh, maybe I was smarter, and some ambition at a younger age, that would have been something I was interested in. <laughs> I did nothing to push myself in that direction at all, but it was the always shows interesting. look great. Oh, they look amazing. But, but they are there for, for three months at just least. pushing dirt. A and also, everyone hates them, by the way, because when they were doing the 101 here in town, I was in college, and they found something. And they shut down the production of the 101, and my whole class, my archaeology class, got to go to the dig. Brush some dirt. Oh, yeah, we got one section they gave to the <laughs> MCC students. They knew we weren't really seriously going to end up there. They're like, all right, you guys go. But we're, I, I think we just got to help with the freeway building. I don't think we had anything to do with the archaeologists. Like, get the kids over there. to You want us to dig and put in a... Like a post and a pillar? Yeah, yeah, put a pillar in, idiots. So we're putting footers in for the freeway bridges while we're thinking we're doing archaeology. But there was a big squared-off area, and they thought they found homes. Like, uh, I don't know if it was – I don't know how defined it was, but they started to see, like, uh, edges of foundation. Yeah. So they're like, there's something built here, and we don't know how old it is. And so they started to scrape, and it was pretty deep. And they're digging around. And all these guys did all day long. Dust. Just corners of dusting. I was there for about three hours. I couldn't take it anymore. All this dusting, and they're just barely scraping. And then some dude found a bone, and they went nuts. The place just went through the roof. And Celebration. Then, and then, but then you realize, what, is, what do I want more, Indian bone or freeway? I'm taking freeway. Freeway. It's freeway. I wanted that freeway done. And so after a while, you're like, we're not going to find much here that teaches us anything we already didn't know. We knew Indians lived here. We knew... This is made of adobe. We get it. You can have the sarcophagus. I'll take the gold chariot. <laughs> right. If you find a gold chariot, I don't think the Indians were dabbling in that. But no, I think but that's I'm why they're really doing why, it. Why some of these archaeologists. Oh, if they ever got that. Well, my dad's company, and he's retiring this weekend, so I think I can let the cat out of the bag here. They find stuff all the time. Uh, they do. Uh, they build. All and the, you're supposed to. The, you're supposed, supposed to, to report. shut it down. My dad's uh, old boss, Jimmy, was the project manager on the Superdome. In New Orleans. And they hit 
buried treasure after buried treasure in that swamp, just digging it up. Don't say a goddamn thing. <laughs> Pull it up. <laughs> Keep it on schedule. And there's no money on them, but they're like, these th- no. Uh-uh. If you find and somebody go, oh, my God, and they'd make one phone call, the whole job would shut down for months on end. They, he told me, he said, every time we moved Earth, a body would come rolling. <laughs> Get it out of here. We don't need to know. It was just a skeleton would come across. He found so much crap. And it turned out that uh, all these construction guys with the major jobs of excavating. If you, dig, if you dig in Arizona one parking garage and go through the caliche and get through to the caliche, you've killed uh, the, the spirits and bones of I don't know how many Indians that were sitting on the surface there. You'll find something. Yeah, you're going to find something. But he used to tell me, he goes, oh, we found artifacts, arrowheads. Uh, Mastodons. Uh, skulls, all sorts of stuff. And, they, and it's like, they never found like heads of things. I was making that up. But yeah, they, woolly mammoth frozen in a block of ice in the desert. It's amazing. Get rid of it. Things, move it out. Things we could have learned so much about. But it's like, no, the, the Cardinals need this goddamn thing up in 18 months. So yeah, they, they said that all the time. I never forget Jimmy telling me about it. Because I was fascinated by the Superdome. And this was the dude who was the PM on the whole thing. I remember first day we were digging, John, that thing came apart. And we'd going down there and that mud starts floating around. Next thing you know, they had our arm. And I'm like, you didn't call the police? No. Was it still intact? Oh, I may have been 10, 12 days old. We moved it. Just a murder victim. That's, all, that's New Orleans for you. <laughs> they did a little different in uh, Scotland, in Edinburgh, the, the old town. They put all the sick people there. And they're like, you guys can still live there. We're just going to build our city over, <laughs> over that. It, yeah. I can't imagine... In a place with actual history like that, what uh, it's got to be like to to do a construction? Thing. Italy, Greece, miserable, miserable. You think your dad has? It's a headache. Oh, I can't imagine. I wouldn't. It's say about a, a shovel into it. Up, oh, another Colosseum. Yeah. I mean, how many missing hookers has my dad backhoed right out of the? <laughs> and not said a word stuff. about. Oh, nobody's going to miss her. It's constant, by the way. It's just uh, this is a masquerade of some type of uh, looks like prostitutes. We're getting through this. And then I saw another thing on the internet last night of prostitutes. I think it was prostitutes for Biden is what I was watching because they were blaming Donald Trump for why they can't make money. Like, you're a sex worker and all of a sudden now you're worried about your health? Like, COVID has ruined our lives. I'm like, wait a minute. We, we, we either risk our lives or we pay our bills uh, and pay our bills or we, or we just don't and we stay home. Like, you couldn't do anything or, else. There's nothing else for you to or do. Or get a real job. Or that, perhaps. Maybe go out and work for Amazon for a couple Why of months. Why isn't that a real job, Brett? <laughs> a real job with that, that actually has a paycheck and you pay taxes on. Brady makes a strong around. point. Why isn't what they're doing a real job? <laughs> He's a, it, That's an excellent point, Brady. Cause, hmm. But still, you know, when you're taking a D constant for, for money. COVID, it's different. Yeah, COVID's going to put a stop to that. And you can't blame. But it's like when any Trump. other job, you stop. If your job gets eliminated, you go get another job. Counterpoint. Yeah, Brett's yeah. strong on that. Yeah, no, that's I'm right. With you. Yeah, if you can't but, make it, if you can't make it rain while you're making it rain all over your face, well then, darn it all. QT's always hiring. That's right. You go to the QT. Amazon's got nothing but jobs. You go work on one of them robots and have sex on Amazon. That's what you do as a whore. You go into these office buildings with a menial job, and you start leaving your uh, your clues around for some of the guys in the office. Like, if all of a sudden some girl was here, I know Larry McFeely would have, like, hey, have you met that new girl? Like, she's she's here a lot. Yeah, she used to be a hooker. I know. I gave her $300 yesterday. And nothing would happen. And then Larry said, and then I struck out. <laughs> How did you strike out with a hooker and give her 300 bucks? I don't know. It didn't work out. Well, how often alone. that happens. <laughs> he asked me for money. I don't want to dip into savings for this, you know. God. Maybe, maybe hookers aren't for you uh, because here's, you're Jewish. Here's the title to my car. 
Yeah, he marries her. <laughs> I got to go to work, Larry. But, honey. I'm going to work. No man tells me I can't work. I don't want you working. You can't. This isn't 1950, Larry. I got to suck some tea to make ends meet. Oh, my God, my wife. At least she's contributing, Larry. <laughs> right, right. Hey, Larry. She's bringing home some money she's for you. She's kicking in half. <laughs> I promise to keep it to 10 Ds a day. <laughs> I guess. All right. I want you to go over to my parents' house this weekend and uh, have dinner. <laughs> oh, good. Your dad's a good lay. Oh, God. I didn't know that was <laughs> happening. You got to keep her, Larry. Yeah, Larry, this one's good. She's real good. I know. She knows a way around a D. Thanks, Dad. Uh, and then and the other, and Dr. Fauci saying that uh, that was a great moment yesterday. He says, uh, I'm pretty sure you guys are going to have to skip Thanksgiving. Because his family's not letting him come over because he's 80. So they, he came out with a rule yesterday. And all this talk about we'll have a vaccine in the next couple weeks and stuff. Now all of a sudden we're canceling family trips for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Like, nope, nothing. Count on the next two months sucking. Because uh, Fauci said, yeah, don't think Thanksgiving should be something you guys uh, gather up for. Six people max, right, or something yeah. like that. Are you doing it? You're, no. Your mom's not coming out still, is she? No. She canceled the whole deal. Yeah. You guys have no plans just, for the turkey. It just kind of faded. Yeah. Talked one week and then. And like, she can't leave that old man alone at home. Yeah. Uh, are, are they doing anything for Thanksgiving, your elderly parents? They will probably have my uh, brother will come up with his two daughters or the one daughter is already up there, but in Columbus they're coming from Cleveland, so they go down to Columbus. They'll go right. there for Thanksgiving and they'll hang out there, and, and they'll uh, probably hang out with uh, the other. Oh boy! But they've they've been around them right now. The whole and your time, Italian so family, really they're true. not stopping. Oh, we're going. You, you we're guys full are going to have a full oh, yeah. super yeah. party. Yeah. Screw yeah. Fauci. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what everybody's saying now. Donald Trump's saying. Baron had the COVID for like eight hours. He's better. Get out. All the kids need to go back to school. Life. We've had it. Don't be a pussy. <laughs> Which I kind of sort of agree with. Baron's and, like, I smash COVID. Yeah. And before we were humorless C-words as a nation and uh, tribal about politicians, what Donald Trump tweeted out yesterday would have been hilarious to the nation. That was he, – he found a meme or hopeful – in my mind, and I know this isn't true – I hope that he actually did the Photoshop it. and created this. <laughs> oh, this would be funny. Maybe he, Barron helps him out. Yeah, maybe Barron's like, he's got nothing but time. We've got to get you back to school, but great work, Barron. This is unbelievable stuff. He's got little Joe Biden head in a wheelchair, old man body. And it says Biden for president, and they X'd out the P. It says Biden for resident, and he's sitting in you know, a sea of wheelchairs <laughs> of an old folks' home. home. And I'm dying because that's our president actually doing that. Now. Is it classy? No. Is it tactless? Of course it is. Is it funny? Oh, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> but a bunch of that dicks that like us appreciate doing it. Yeah, I, well, I think more dicks like us exist. <laughs> you know, you can't not laugh at that. That is just, I mean, especially from his position. It's like, uh, it's, it, it would be if, if your boss at work, who's kind of, you know, supposed to be classy, slides you a picture during a meeting of a stick figure with huge boobs and then has like an arrow, and it says Lisa. And she's at the meeting. She's one of the co-workers. Like, holy cow, that's great. So you're not supposed to do that. I know, but her cans. I, I'm with you, but <laughs> don't draw it. But he tweeted it out yesterday, and I, for one, laughed like to hell. To the point where people were like, D- I think this is from him. Man. Yeah, and, well, that's, people had to yeah. double check. Like, this is at real Donald Trump. This is on his. Did someone hack it? No, I did it. 
I go, you're admitting? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Even better is that he had no, no qualms with it. Like, you shouldn't be doing this, you're president. Well, I did, and I'm president, so nothing changed. <laughs> Some of the people that were on the oh. fence might have just swayed. Oh, oh, yeah, you that, know what? Yeah, He's that, like me. Yeah. I'm doing it. <clears throat> well, I don't want anybody like me running the United <laughs> States. I think that's a terrible idea. I've never understood that whole – that's an arrogant statement. We said that about George Bush. And he's a guy I could have a beer with. He reminds me of me. That's the worst person to be president then. If it reminds you of every – if you think like, yeah, he's just like Personable me. Personable guy. He's, and he wants to be president. He's just like, no, no, no. We want extraordinary guy being president. We don't want guy like you. I've met you. No thanks. If Brady's like, that guy reminds me of me, he should run the world. I'd be like, you're insane. (laughs) You've lost it. But I do like funny presidents. And uh, it's a bridge too far and classless. But man, oh, man, every once in a while, Biden for resident. And he's two years younger than him. I mean, it's not like like we're dealing with some sort of age gap. And this guy, he just had his COVID. He's cocky now because he conquered the big – that was funny. And I know all the Biden supporters are like, ah, it's classic. Just take a step back. Tickle your own funny bone for a second. Stop being a humorless because that's funny. Is it? I mean, if that's the worst thing you can worry about, come on. It keeps him busy making Photoshop. I think that's better than the other stuff you're worried about. I loved it. I liked it so much. It was. I, wanted, I want one a day. I want him to be like, a, like an old-timey newspaper hoping- cartoonist. And every day he comes out with a new thing. Oh, it was great. I was hoping they'd fire back. <laughs> Oh, the Bidens? Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing if they had their own little meme shop. and oh. meme war yeah. going on. Well, they Just, all said it, that when Clinton went on and played sax on Arsenio, that it was going to start to diminish the presidency's, uh, I, I don't know, tact. They were big into the celebrity like, world. Yeah, you can't start tapping into variety shows and game shows and talk shows and become one of us. It's just not good. But Clinton realized that... You know, that's all that had been going on. And to appeal to a new generation, you hop on the TV. And on one the of their, chicks. And the next thing you know, <laughs> yeah, they're going on Letterman and Leno, and it's a big deal. And now, what, what appeals to the youth? Memes. He ain't dumb. So he knocked one out of the yard. What people really enjoy, the millennials. Mean-spirited memes. <laughs> I'm great at them. Baron will do it. He's, the, he's my czar of memory. Memory. I thought it was great. So more of that. That's the campaign I can get behind. Somebody sent me a thing of like, uh, it wasn't Gollum, but it looked like Gollum. And it said, hi, I'm Mark Kelly. And I'm running, and I just, I pissed myself. I'm like, <laughs> and then I realized it was Donald Trump again. And I'm like, this guy's on a roll. <laughs> oh, so funny. Uh, let's get a wake up song, shall we? 602-585-9800. We'll put it on the board and we'll see what you got going on a Thursday. We'll also tell you where Jeremy's going. Uh, for uh, the KUP deployment, which is just rocking this year. It's been great. Uh, We'll explain that to you newbies next. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the hell? 98. I'm not cool with this at all. KUPD. You need a ride, but you don't want just any ride. You want your ride. Not just something that'll get you from here to there. Something that says, here I am. And it's not enough just to buy your new ride either. No, you need to be able to buy it your way. At Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we got you. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 in Indian School Road or do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more.